Today on the Track Pack Road Trip podcast, we're so happy to be talking with Michael from the Edson Public Library. Edson is part of the Yellowhead Regional Library, which is a library system within Track. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Can you let all of our listeners know uh, the name of your library and a little bit about yourself? Hey, so I'm Michael Baird. I'm with the Edson and District Public Library. Um, see, I've been here at this library for a year and seven months now. Um, I do have 17 years experience in libraries altogether. So, yes, I was reading, Michael, that you worked at a public library, academic, and a government library. Yes, I graduated from the LIT program and uh, worked for Golder and Associates for a bit. And then I worked for um, the ERCB. It was actually the Alberta Utilities Board then, and then they changed before I left. Um, then I went to be director for Sundry Municipal Library. And uh, then I went and got my bachelor's degree and my master's degree. And I worked out in Kelowna with Okanagan Regional Library. I was the assessment and technical services coordinator out there. And uh, Olds College, I worked a contract with Olds College, a temporary contract uh, between my bachelor's and my master's. And they lured me back from Okanagan. And I worked there for a bit. And then I uh, uh, came to Edson. So, and I've then internships with uh, St. Mary's University College and uh, SAIT and Nova Chemicals and uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, federal, um, the energy board. So been around a bit. <laughs> Michael, when you were deputy mayor or town, on town council, were you a librarian too? I was actually, oh, I, mean uh, I was library director in Sundry and enough of the town said you have to run you have to run you have to run so i ran for town council and i was municipal councillor and deputy mayor for six months and that was fantastic actually <laughs> and edson is part of yellowhead library right uh edson is part of yellowhead regional yes. library yes yeah and you're about five hours from cold lake where i am what's the what's the population bit of, a trip. of your town is it a big town or? Um, medium size. So population of Edson itself is 6,700. Okay. And then with our county service population added in, we come in at over 13,000. So. so I saw that amazing video you did of your library at the end of November there that you posted on Facebook. Well, so I saw some of your staff. So how many staff do you have? Uh, so I have four full-time staff, including myself, and 11 part-time. Do you have any library pets? We do not have any library okay. pets at the moment. Is interlibrary loan popular with your patrons and your staff? Uh, I think you know, interlibrary loan is kind of the backbone to the library system in Alberta, not just our library. Mm -hmm. um, but for every small library in the province. I mean, it's extremely popular. Uh, I'm really grateful that the regional systems make it work as smoothly as they do right now. Yeah. Because um, it's, yeah, it, there's uh, probably as much goes out on uh, interlibrary loan as from our own collection. 
and our own collection going out to other libraries as well. So. We're finding what's really popular now with interlibrary loan is um, a Colette Community Learn and then schools and even uh, the base, the military base here, they're bringing in like 20, 25 books for their book clubs. So oh, that's, yeah. that's been really popular now. Is there anything that's been trending in your curbside pickup or interlibrary loan? Um, yeah, it's, uh, we've seen this year a real uptake in Christian fiction, actually. Oh. It's been interesting. We've had to uh, put a, quite a bit into our book budget for filling out that collection because we didn't have a lot, but it's really been popular lately. So definitely. <laughs> Neat. I believe in Northern Lights Library System, we have a block of Christian fiction we can borrow for a couple months at a time, right from our headquarters. Yeah, we have, uh, there's quite a bit in the collection, but they're, uh, the Christian fiction readers here are avid. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, kind of burn through what is there. So, yeah. So is there anything really memorable that happened at your library since you've started there? You know, as I've only been here a year, just over a year and a half, so not a lot that's really memorable here. Um, I do have, you know, one really memorable uh, interlibrary loan story, actually. Um, I borrowed a video from the British Library in London. Uh -huh. um, there was only, when I was looking around, there was only one copy I could find anywhere uh -huh. and they I contacted them going well you know it's a long shot but let's see and they actually sent it out oh, um, wow. didn't even charge us shipping or anything so it was I mean then of course we had the regional issue to solve and find a <laughs> find a player that could play it but yeah. it was uh, kind of cool they actually sent it from London so neat yeah. um I was reading that you took part in the first uh there was an amazing race in Edson and your library was part of it? Well, there was supposed to be an amazing race in Edson. Oh, it got um, shut down. Um, yeah, it, it, oh. Uh, it got shut down. There, there wasn't, um, they tried to run it three times. The first time there wasn't enough entries. Oh. Uh, and then the, the next time it got shut down because of COVID and, and then the third time was weather. So we're hoping for the spring. But it so we'll was see. nice that they asked you if you could be a part of it. Yeah, it was it was kind of a cool idea. So we did, uh, you know, we had our, our event all planned out uh, for them to do. And we were all ready to get it set up outside with the, the big screen for them to, or like to do a grid on the windows for them to put their answers in. And um, But yeah, didn't happen. But hopefully in the spring, it will actually go ahead. Oh, good. Do you have a favorite spot or piece of furniture in your library that you guys are really proud of? Um, you know, I think right now Service Credit Union just donated money in the fall for us to purchase a projector and a very large screen. Oh, nice. uh, so I think my favorite spot would have to be pulling up a big comfy chair and being able to watch a movie on the screen that's over 10 feet across. So. Yes, because I was reading about your movie nights where you have popcorn and everything. So that'll be nice. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it'd be nice when we are able to actually do that programming again. So yes. they were just getting really, really popular, and then of course COVID. So. 
Is there any special section in your library that might differ from other libraries in Yellowhead or in Trackpack? Um, you know, I don't think we have any sections that are really different from other libraries, uh, other than maybe our, you know, we have a board game collection that is quite uh, fairly large and growing all the time. So that's something not every library would have. Michael, does that work by people? Are they in Trackpack and people can put them on hold and borrow them? Or is it just local lending? Local lending for the board games, because oh. of course there's so many pieces if they went out on ILL, you'd, <laughs> you'd never get them all back. So, we're thinking um, about so it is local lending. But, we're thinking about yeah. starting that too in the new year. It uh, seems to be really popular. And the, uh, the biggest challenge of course is watching which games you buy. I bought uh, Wingspan uh, a couple months ago. And then when it arrives and I'm, I opened it up and looked at all the pieces, I'm going, oh, God, I hope this lasts. <laughs> um, I was going to ask what some of your successful programs are. I know with COVID that you've um, halted a few of them, but I was reading about your um, SPICE program. Can you let us know what that, what that involves? Sure. So the, uh, the SPICE program is... Uh, program we've had uh, kind of mystery bags uh, or grab and go kits uh, set up. Uh, of course, our, our mystery kit grab and go was so popular that uh, we couldn't make enough kits. We kept running out. Uh, but the spice one is uh, a spice that most people will probably have never heard of and have uh, and not have had a chance to use. So it, it, we include a little bag of the spice and then a few recipes to use the spice in. Oh. And uh, they can take it home and experiment with it. And that's uh, the current one we have going, uh, I forget the name of the spice now. It's a, it's a Mexican spice that's predominantly used kind of more for coloring of the food. It gives all the food that bright, vibrant orange color, but it's, uh, yeah. What a neat idea. It's the, the kits have been really popular. So we've had uh, lots of different kits going on and um, it's a one way we can continue to do programming even when we can't have people actually in the libraries. So yeah, it's been fun. And there was another program I wanted to ask you about, your mystery packs. You had a murder after dark. What was that? Yep, the murder after dark. That, that's the one that we, uh, we couldn't keep in stock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was a uh, you know, little kit that you could, take home and then play with your family. Um, it's kind of like a, a murder mystery uh, whodunit type kit. And it was all set up so that everyone could play and and uh, solve the mystery at home. So, and your staff developed that? Uh, th my staff put it together. Um, I believe the, uh, the actual kit itself was a pre-designed uh, kit that they downloaded all the components for and we printed off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did you choose um, working as a in a library as a career? Oh, that, that's a long story. <laughs> um, I guess a, a lot of my time spent growing up obviously was in libraries, uh, you know, public and academic. Um, I spent a good portion of my time growing up at UC. Um, and I have a rather large personal library myself. Uh -huh. uh, so the love and the history was there. Um, uh -huh. But I trod a lot of paths in my life. Uh, I think the real push to get into libraries as a career came 
uh, you know, I decided I need a change in my life. I was working as a manager at Walmart at the time uh -huh. and didn't want to work retail the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so I kind of, I looked at culinary arts and the library tech program and, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't say this, but libraries won out mostly because I didn't like the way the culinary program was organized. Oh. <laughs> um, but it, it, I definitely made the right choice. Um, you know, I received my library tech diploma. And then after working for a few years, went on and got my bachelor's, my MLIS, and um, currently kind of waiting to get into a PhD program as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, knowing it's, you're it's been a good run. Knowing you're a great book <laughs> lover, could we switch over to talking about books and readers advisory now? Sure. <laughs> what What are you a fan of? What authors or genres do you love? Oh, yeah, I think. Well, fantasy and sci-fi, I think, would have to come first. Uh -huh. um, but I do love uh, horror. Oh, um, <laughs> a really fan of uh, of gothic horror. Um, H.P. Lovecraft and uh -huh. you know Edgar Allan Poe and all that. Um, I think. Let's see. Um, yeah, I think probably my favorite author would probably be Anne McCaffrey. Uh -huh. um, just because I spent so much time uh, on Pern reading her novels that uh -huh. you know, I'm still waiting for the live action series to come out. <laughs> it really needs something to be done justice to it. Um, but yeah, the uh, sci-fi and fantasy first, horror, uh, but I read you know, nonfiction as well. Uh, love archeology span stuff, so yeah. <laughs> Is there any book that you're reading now or that you've recently read that you would like to recommend to all of our listeners? Um, let's see if they're into grim, dark fantasy. I just finished reading The Founding, which is the opening trilogy of the Gaunt's Ghosts series, mm -hmm. of which there are 16 books. Uh, <laughs> and that's uh, it's a Warhammer 40k novel. So that's the grim dark future where humans are kind of the light against the darkness but the humans are pretty dark <laughs> it's uh um so i just finished that one i'm currently reading no humans allowed which is a much lighter book um it's a uh, youth uh, dungeons and dragons based book mm -hmm. um so i'm just reading that one that one's kind of fun um if there was a book i would recommend i mean it's hard to pick just one, but uh, probably uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Uh -huh. It was a book that kind of changed my life at a pivotal point. So oh. um, yeah, I'd probably go with that one. <laughs> well, speaking of horror, I just finished uh, Stephen King's a new one called Later, which I liked. And then uh, do you remember Elvira, Mistress of the Dark? <laughs> she has, yep. a, she has an, a new book called Yours Cruelly which I just finished. And I'm a big fan of Schitt's Creek. And they have a new one called Best Wishes and Warmest Regards, which I really liked. And I've been recommending to Schitt's Creek fans and they're enjoying it too. And it's just full of fan art as well, which I really like. Oh, that's cool, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite place or time to read, Michael? Um, oh, I ideally it would, it would be, uh, you know, in, my library and a big comfy chair in front of the fireplace. Uh -huh. But since I haven't built that house yet, <laughs> um, 
probably just on the couch is about the best I can get. Um, and time, I, I usually read actually in the evenings uh, in bed is about the only time I get to read. So are you a one yeah. at a time reader, <laughs> one book at a time reader or multiple books? Oh, multiple books. Multiple? <laughs> I usually have at least about six books on the go at a time. So that's the that's yeah. the most I've heard yet. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, it depends on the book. I mean, if a book really catches me, I might plow through and just finish that book before I go back to any others. But uh -huh. usually I kind of bounce back and forth. I've got some nonfiction and some science fiction and some fantasy and some horror. It depends what mood I'm in that night. <laughs> Over the past few years, I've really gotten into podcasts. Do you listen to any podcasts? I have to admit, I've never really gotten into them. And I don't know if it's, uh, I just haven't had the right exposure, the right time. But yeah, I, I catch the odd one, but it's finding time to, to listen and, <laughs> and and watch podcasts that I, I go, eh, I, I really would like to, but I've never actually gotten into it. So makes it um, tough. I don't have any way to play it in the car, so. <laughs> in um, your library, do you get to buy a lot of the materials? And if so, how do you keep up on all the new material coming out? Uh, I'm fortunate that I don't have to do a lot of the selection. Um, I, have, I have to review all the purchases and make final yeah. approval, but uh, I have uh, staff member Tricia, who does most of the collection uh, building collection development. So it's going to be going through and saying, oh, we should have this, we should have that. But overall, she does most of the purchasing. Okay. Um, stay, staying on top has always been a challenge. I mean, I read the catalogs and book reviews and synopsis. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, I don't think there's anyone who can really stay on top of every genre. So it's, it's nice to spread it around. And we have different staff who are better at different genres. Um, Cynthia, who is a native sprint French speaker uh, from Quebec, makes recommendations for a French collection. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. And I uh, just wanted to ask you if you had any really early library memories, like from when you were a child, that stay with you. Oh, I <laughs> the curse of a good memory. I remember pretty much everything. Um, the you know, before I was school age in the Sundry Public Library, I remember being there picking out books, uh, you know, doing the summer reading club, entering book numbers I'd read on the, on the sheet and getting prizes and watching presenters and, um, you know, helping my mother pick out books that she would then read to me because this was before I could actually read much on my own. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I remember going down the stairs into that library and <laughs> it's actually still in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, it's uh, it's not in the same place. It's uh, it moved to the uh, to the school. Um, ooh, several, several years ago, but uh, yeah, the uh, that facility where it was is still there and nostalgic when I drive by it. So. Michael, one thing I really like about being part of Track Pack is that we can be wandering patrons and go from library to library and borrow materials. Have you, do you have wandering um, patrons and kind of where are they from? And have you been a wandering patron and visited other libraries in Track Pack? We do have wandering patrons. Uh, not a 
not a large number of them. And I think uh, most of the times they, they come into the library and, and they're curious, you know, how do we check out books? And we ask them, you know, do you have a library card anywhere? And they go, oh, yeah, I do. I said, well, you can check out books. Yeah. And they're, they're surprised by that. So I think it's, uh, there's still some advocacy and getting the word out there that, yes, you can use your card at different libraries. Um, I have definitely been a wandering patron. Me too. I've, Me too. I've checked out books uh, in a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in both provinces, Alberta and BC, too. So. Uh -huh. Neat. And my last question, Michael, is, is there a favorite snack or drink you like to have beside you when you read? Um, you know, I'd have to, it's actually probably Five Alive Passionate Peach uh, oh. over ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, one last thing. I had this as a PS. Um, I was going through some of the history on your um, web page and Facebook page, and I saw that you guys were doing a mental health read aloud. And I'm really, really interested to know what that was like and how you came up with that idea. Uh, actually, it was a, a programming idea that was presented to me. Um, Edson Best, um, which is uh, funded by Alberta Alberta Health. Uh, the, uh, the girl in the area contacted me and asked if we'd be interested in partnering on some programming. And because of COVID at the time, we couldn't have in-person programming. So... We decided to go with the mental health read aloud. So she chose books um, every week that were, um, you know, met, promoted good mental health uh, for, for kids. And she recorded them and uh, broadcast them live on Facebook. Uh, and we do have the recordings. And when I get the website reorganized, they will be up permanently on our website for people to tune in and, and watch through. So. Yeah, they were, uh, it was an interesting program that was really, uh, really innovative, I think, for promoting mental health in kids at a time when everything was kind of different. You know, they couldn't go to school and they couldn't do things with their friends that they were used to doing. So I thought it was a really good idea. Oh, yeah, really that. proud to partner with that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for talking with today on the Trackpack Road Trip podcast. Oh, it was my pleasure. I hope you have a good day there in Edson. Thanks, and you too, and uh, stay warm. <laughs> yeah, it's minus 32 here today. <laughs> it's so cold. We're, we're not that bad. We were only minus 19. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just makes us enjoy the nice days. It makes us appreciate the nice days better. This is true. A, a friend in Richmond who sent pictures of they got a skift of snow on it. Oh no, Alberta's coming to claim you. <laughs> Vancouver will have to get their one snowplow out. <laughs> Bye. 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 Have a good day. Bye.